0: Ah, welcome back to the Dark Woods, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just get all our sound effects added. And we'll do a little intro here. Hmm, should be expecting some company today. I think that it would m- most likely be best if perhaps I cleanse the area just a wee bit. Well, hello there, Center. Welcome back to the Dark Woods. Glad to see that you came right through the campfire with no problems, sir. And welcome, Eric, and everyone else around the campfire today. Good to see everyone's faces. Welcome. Hello, Victor. Sinner, it's been a while, sir. I hope that your travels were good. The dark bear behaved the best that he could in your absence. But I do have a stomachache. <laughs> I did eat a couple demons in your in your leave. I misbehave a little bit, but what can you expect? So, sir, sinner, I'm sure that while you were in your travels you were most likely a little uh, out of the loop with, with some of, of the, the news, but I know you keep up too. Uh, not, not a whole lot going on, you know, a uh, little bit of stuff here and there. Uh, so today I want to discuss something kind of unique that I didn't see being talked a lot about. Did you see that one of the world's largest meat suppliers was hit by a cyber attack?
1: Yeah, I saw that last night. I was doing a little bit of catching up last night and this morning.
0: You know, it's kind of
1: odd. It's
0: almost like uh, when you bend the knee for terrorists, they uh, want more. Strange how that works, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like uh, when you bend the knee for the Biden administration, they want more. And uh-huh. they use fear to get that wanting of whatever more object it may be. You know, the Green New Deal or more power or, you know, whatever. Hmm. Hmm. The Democrats have an awful strange way of trying to get their point across, don't they? You know, uh, I watched a video center. I want to give a shout out to this video real quick. Cause I think it was great. He said, Oh no, you've been Victor said, no, no, you've been at the waist for the Biden administration. Oh, yeah. That's right. You better not be wearing a complicated belt because, uh, they like to get to business fast. They didn't even let me put my lipstick on that one time. You remember, Center? You had to come in there and save me. So Dan Crenshaw just uh, just slapped the dog shit out of somebody, and uh, the video is called "That wasn't my question at all." Dan Crenshaw pushes back on EPA. Okay, and uh, basically what the the whole video boils down to is Dan Crenshaw is showing you that this person who's asking, not just asking, but demanding forty five billion dollars for from from the government for a government funded program to tamper with our water, you know, because they always do such a great job when they start tampering with people's waters Um, and they want forty five billion dollars in order to do this. But he did an extraordinarily good job at exposing that the woman that wants this money to do this has no idea what she's talking about. Like he asked her questions that are, you know, very, very important questions that are very scientific, you know, about, well, how is this change going to affect The lead, the pipes that already have lead in it that, you know, we're not going to be able to track down every single one of these pipes. So what about those people? Just fuck those people. Right. And she's like, "Eh, eh, eh, eh," you know, know, doing that whole thing. (laughs) And uh, this this is what I think of. Like, you remember when Flint, Michigan, that was a whole thing center. (laughs) That's when they wanted to start messing with people's water supplies. And they didn't take into consideration all of the aftermath. You know, this seems to be a reoccurring problem with the Democrats is they're not reconsidering the re- the aftermath. That or they are, and they're deliberately trying to tear our country down to a very primitive state.
1: They, they want to do it, but they don't have any experience in actually doing it or even attempting it. Well,
0: you know, as up,
1: a- up, why seat of your pants is definitely not how you want to do it
0: yeah you definitely don't want somebody who's learning on the job when it comes to uh, you know an entire population's water supply I prefer that person being be nice and seasoned <laughs> lots of experience I would like for that to be involved you know the and, and they're not doing this on, they're not wanting to do this on small scale no 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 You know how the the Democrats like to do it, massive scale. They want to do it all over the place, affect everybody all at once. That way, if it goes bad, everybody gets bad.
1: If you're going to fail, at least fail big. That's their motto at this point.
0: (laughs) I like that. We're going to adapt that to the show. That has been just adopted. Hashtag by the center right there. That's going right on the Instagram center. If you're going to fail, fail big. Right.
1: <laughs> right
0: i i guess if you're going to derail the train don't just stop at the caboose let's just take this whole fucker right off into the dark with. coming, coming off the rails on-
1: We'll circle if you're back derail the train make sure it's off the side of a mountain down into a town maximize mm-hmm. your destruction
0: and we will land directly in the water source. Don't worry. Diesel everywhere. No, not diesel. Battery lithium, lithium acid. Yes, there we go. That's much better than diesel, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you ever seen a lithium mine? See, this is the side that they don't tell you about. They tell you, oh, green power, green power, green power. And you say, okay, green power, battery, sounds great. And, and most people, that's where they stop. Like they're just like sounds great, that's awesome, let's do this. Because they want to be helpful. And it's not bad to want to be helpful, but here's the problem. You ever seen it with li- I know you've seen a lithium battery mine center because I sent you a picture of it, me and you. You you had to check on me because I had laughed so hard that you thought I was choking. <laughs> you know, so used to we would understand do the means are they justified by the ends? You know what I'm saying? Like, when we engaged in World War II, we were like, oh, well, you know, Nazis are spreading across the world. This is becoming a fucking issue. You know, so I guess, you know, we're going to send a whole bunch of troops and get involved in a really nasty fucking battle because we understood that if we didn't do that, there was a good chance that most of the world would be speaking Germany by the end of it. That made us all feel a little uncomfortable. And I think we're all starting to feel that same uncomfortability again, you know, especially with, with uh, not just the people who claim to be our representatives, but also with the people who are providing us with our information, quote-unquote. The people who run the world behind the curtain. We're now starting to realize, oh, these people have a lot more power than what we realized. Like with the two whistleblowers that came out from Facebook, man, and said, oh, Facebook's going to start censoring anything that causes vaccine hesitation. That's just two whistleblowers. out of How many fucking people work at fucking Facebook? So how many other things are they already censoring nonstop, full drive, and nobody's blowing a whistle because they need that paycheck? I get that money. Cowards. People who, do, who know bad shit are going on, and they say nothing, and then they go, oh, well, you know, I was afraid to speak up. Cowards. Those people that go out and they fight for your freedom, those people that sign their, pa- their paper to go out and protect Mother Liberty, guess what? Those people are afraid, too. But I mean, do think it about it now.
1: If you come out with anything like the truth, they might drive your ass right out the country. <laughs> they're not gonna drive
0: me nowhere. My big hairy ass, Sinner, You tried to push me around the campfire. You don't know
1: uh, they'll give they'll drop your name to Hillary and be all like, uh got somebody for you, Hillary." Oh, I'll show her my teeth. As long as you don't burn that dirty
0: fucking pentagram over here into the ground, they'll how dare you? How dare you? We'll be fine. I'll run the fuck away from that. She'll summon up out of the ground. Her eyes will roll into the back of her head. It'll be exorcist style. The ozone is depleting because of racism, and I'll be like, Aah! and I'll just take off running into the dark woods. Is that what you want?
1: <laughs> 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 Hillary and her army of man babies with that fucking "I'm with her." Oh my god!
0: You know. So the other day uh center we had the leader of the anti-maskers club uh on here and uh, he he's a younger guy you know what i'm saying but uh he he's got a good head on his shoulders he's smart you know i've been kind of promoting him and talking to him good kid good good kid good cause but he said a lot of the younger generations are easily swayed because they want to do good things. And I think that that's true with older generations too, you know. Um, And I was watching, I believe it was Gutfield, and he pointed, he said this last night, and it was ironic because me and you had had a conversation very similar to this not long ago, where it was, how do people not realize that there is a news cycle? Mm -hmm. These aren't News stories, these are old stories on repeat. We're watching reruns, and we think they're new. I mean, yeah. I mean, mean, like, let's be real about it. Let's be real about it. I I mean... You said that to me before where you're like, Oh well, any day now there's gonna be a sexual allegation and then bam, sexual allegation. i d I'll look over at you, I'm like, You motherfucker.
1: Yeah, there's like they have their game plan and basically it oh somebody's rebelling against us, oh sexual allegation. Oh, harassment allegation. Oh, it's been too quiet, mass shooting. Like it's it's almost clockwork. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, Eric, uh, you can say this on live, man. You can chime in anytime you want, if, if, if you want to, uh, but I can read it out of the chat. If, if you don't, it's up to you. Uh, Eric, Eric says, Clintons are good at making death associated with them. Look like suicides. Hence the coin term suicided when they were really, murdered. And I agree, you know, we, we've talked about the Epstein death before. You know, if yeah. I me and Center have kind of sat down, and we talk about the the logistics of well, if there really was a big dark shadow conspiracy behind the curtains trying to control the world, as
1: it were, yeah. then did you see that? Actually, with Epstein, the uh, guard that was supposed to go check on him lied on the official record. Yeah, he finally came that. out. I think last week, mm-hmm. I believe, yeah. and, and he had and, lied and, and, he had on him when he hadn't. And you know, Epstein mysteriously died when he hadn't gone to check on him.
0: And they got a plea deal, man, to where they're not getting no time or nothing. They're going to do one hundred hours community service. Now, you let me let me ask you a question, I was man. You
1: to putting screws in a kids' tires in high school? I didn't yeah. even kill anybody, yeah. And I got like a thousand fucking. These CC two ceremonies. people were being
0: paid to watch one of the most high-profile cases in American history currently that could potentially implement. Tons of high, official, powerful people in potential pedophilia rings. And these two people got 100 hours community service for making the people who's investigating this job a 100,000 times harder. You know, I'm just saying... That uh, if if you do not provide uh, justice for for that, then all you're doing is empowering the the pe- the sick people that that do these things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we haven't seen- we, I mean, like you keep up with that pretty close to me for for. As far, as far as with the Jeffrey Epstein and what's coming of it and who's going to court over it and stuff. And as far as your research is provided, uh, outside of that um, female that he knows, I always forget her name. But, you know, his, his female uh, counterpart that helped with the, the kitty ring pedophilia. Um Outside of her going to court, I haven't really seen anybody else be drug into court about it. Like, I haven't seen Bill Gates drug into court about it, or, or Tom Hanks, or, you know. Like, none of
1: them. Yeah, Gillian Maxwell. Gillian yeah, Maxwell, yeah. that's Ever it. Ever since he mysteriously died, I don't think anybody really has been drug into court over it. Like, the second he died, nobody gave Like, the whole case dropped. Because he was the mm-hmm. the whole case hinged on him. And then then he dies, and, oh, well, there's no lawsuit no more. Exactly, exactly.
0: And and here's the thing is it's just like with Hillary smashing these laptops, okay? There's a reason that these people never see the inside of the courtrooms, and it's because they simply say, oh, well, if I hang you, hang with me. And they tell all their powerful friends that. So then it puts their powerful friends in a position of save them or, um, you know, Epstein them. You know, Clinton, the Clintons have been, uh, you know, doing that for a long time, like Eric said earlier. I mean, you can just do a little bit of research and be like, oh, now I see how these corrupt people stay in power for so long because anyone who exposes them, you know, uh, starts to uh, become sick by their neck breaking suddenly. They commit suicide by falling backwards into a knife 17 times, you know, just weird things. Who knows? Maybe the Clintons are like that one Disney character who has friends on the other side. (laughs) So, you know, we were talking about this uh, cyber hack. Uh, The Daily Mail reports that the world's biggest meat supplier, JBS was hit by a cyber attack that shuts down plants in Australia and Canada. Okay, and this is just weeks after the colonial pipeline was shut down from an attack. Okay, they're pointing at Russia so much, but I feel that it. and this is just me throwing an idea at you and let me know what you think about it, uh, I think it would be more likely to be China doing it. You know what I'm saying? Because because China's all about, you know, hacking into everybody's shit right now and disrupting the, basically the entire world. They're not just fucking with Taiwan and Japan. They're fucking with the Philippines. They're fucking with Australia. Uh, they're fucking with us. But the way they're fucking with us is internally. I mean, that's so obvious at this point. It's scary, you know, especially when they come out and they're like, oh, we don't like Trump, but we love Biden.
1: Yeah. Sounds like about right.
0: Like, well, I mean, think about that. I mean, doesn't that kind of make you nervous, Center? when when China, who openly says all the time, oh, we hate America, uh, when China just openly comes out and goes, oh, but we love Biden. I mean, didn't that make you a little nervous? Like, didn't that send
1: a shiver down your spine? You know what I'm saying? Oh, fuck yeah, they've hated, they've hated America ever since we were conceived as a country. And then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, we like Biden. We like Biden not. Uh uh-huh. yeah, yeah. When whenever like, they started, they liked was Nixon, and that's because he actually had good foreign policy. Uh, well,
0: you know, and and China and China didn't like Trump, but they respected him. You see, yeah, and I'd much, I'd much rather that I'd much rather other countries respect our president than like our president. And I, and (laughs) China, listen, listen, you know, I, and I think that that's a big deal. You know, I tell people all the time, people center you, you've heard people say it to me all the time. And sometimes you start laughing when there are new people around us and they say, I don't like you very much, dark bear. And you tell them, ah, a lot of people don't like dark bear, but I'll tell you what, if you're around him long enough, you'll respect him. Hello there Mike. Welcome welcome to the campfire sir. You know and I and I think that those are two different things, you know. Don't get me wrong, I enjoy when people like me, but I think respect is is a much more higher quality to have.
1: Oh yeah, most definitely.
0: Because because people you respect, you treat differently than people you like. People you respect, you you look at them with with different eyes. You know what I'm saying? Uh
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's right. Victor said, China sure liked us when we helped them get the Japanese out of their country during World War II. Yeah, they were
1: real fond of us then, weren't they?
0: (laughs) Uh, Oh, we love you too, Mike.
1: One island full of people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know... it, it, that let's 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 dissect that for a minute. Respect, okay? With respect, normally comes being an honorable person, right? And the Japanese, okay? The Japanese—they got all uppity with America during World War II, and we said, "Oh, behold the power of the sun!" Boom, boom. Okay, Japanese said, "Oh, we don't want that anymore. We're out." Let's be friends. And you know what? They didn't say they didn't stay salty about it. Okay? They didn't they they didn't hold a grudge for the next however many fucking years and say, "Oh, we're coming back to get you." Okay? Japan, they just said, "You know what? Fuck it. You guys seem pretty cool. We like this whole uh, electoral thought and this whole free market thought. This is kind of cool. So we're going to become allies." Okay, and and, uh, they they were an important part, in my opinion, to the development of the current world we live in, was that alliance between America and Japan. Now, there are other countries out there, like China, who have openly said that they are not just, uh, uh, they don't. I'm trying to find, a, I guess, a nice way to say it, but I'm done tit around. rat. They hate us. They just openly say it. They're like, oh, we're competing with you. And if you're competing with somebody, that means that you intend for them to lose.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I'll just be so honest.
1: They want to achieve it.
0: Yeah, there's a goal and they want to achieve it. Exactly. You couldn't have said that in a better way. You know, that's what competition's all about. And don't get me wrong. I, I believe competition is good. I don't always win. You know, there are plenty of times that me and center, we sit down to play a game and he's over there with a big fucking wet grin across his mouth going, yeah, dark bear, play with me. And I'm like, I don't feel as comfortable coming into this game anymore. You're making me feel uncomfortable, center. He's like, good good. And then, you know, beats my fucking ass like a drum. (laughs) That's how Sinner keeps me humble. He's like, Dark Bear, you're not good at everything. You don't know how to send emails, Dark Bear. Shut up. And I'm like, Sinner, you're hurting my feelings.
1: what I did to one of our Canadian friends. Now he refuses to play against me.
0: (laughs) So... (laughs) I got great news, man. One of your best friends out there in the world just released a brand new book. I know you're going to run out and get it probably with everyone else who lives in your shitty state. Uh, Dr. Fauci. (laughs) Imagine that, that he just had a book ready to go about how great of a person he is and how amazingly well he handled the Kofufu. Odd. I'm going to
1: release this 400-page ego stroke. (laughs) I'll give him a fucking stroke alright
0: every time he talks to Senator Ryan Paul I think he's going to have a stroke Senator Ryan Paul starts grilling him with technical $30 words that Dark Bear has trouble understanding and you see it on Fauci's face like oh no he speaks the same language as me this is fuck yeah exactly fuck fuck i'm not gonna be able to just use my fancy tap shoes and give them the razzle dazzle right now damn
1: he's, he's probably doing it for some positivity because i know last night on twitter before i went to bed I was scrolling through the the trending shit and fauci emails is a current thing right now because uh Apparently, the Freedom of Information Act. Yeah, people use that against him, and they pulled his entire email history over the last couple of years. And oh, Fauci's got a couple things to hide here and there. Oh,
0: oh! Imagine that. Fauci was something to hide, you say, Senator. Never. Are you lying to me? You tell. Are you. Are you telling me that maybe. Maybe he's a. A liar. Oh, massive. Oh, no way. You know he was wrapped up with the AIDS thing too, pretty heavily. Get. The fuck? <clears throat> Prophecy crows. They irritate the hell out of me.
1: Uh, They're they're always just hanging around, man. Physiologist Eric Nielsen. I probably butchered the shit out of that. N-I-E-L-S-E-N. Nielsen. That's how I say it. Yeah, you're all good. Fauci, on March 2020, he recommended not one but two different drugs that could help battle COVID. One of the drugs was hydrocoxychlorine. The same one that Trump said would help against it, but yet when Trump said it they drug his ass through the mud. But yet Oh wait, one of Fauci's trusted people. Oh, I guess that one actually works. So they Fauci's covering up information. Let's see what else we have. Had some urgent discussions about gains of faction, ignored scientists who told him China lied about the virus and the data. Was informed about the possible Wuhan Wuhan lab leak. Told on email that Retail masks don't work due to the size of the virus. Like, he knew all of this stuff, according to the stuff I'm seeing that people are digging through all these emails. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. You guarantee it. I guarantee you, the more they dig, the worse it will become. It's just like they said that saying the virus came from a wet market or saying that the virus came from a Wuhan lab, that's just wild conspiracy speculations. You you remember that man? Do you remember when they said if you even think slightly that maybe it could come from a Wuhan lab or the wet market, then you're a conspiracy theorist? You remember when all the news media was saying
2: that?
1: You even think about it, they blast your ass for being a conspiracy. You know, I'm I'm gonna be honest, man. Oh, you fucking crows.
0: You know why God didn't give me wings, center? Think how terrifying a demon bear with fucking wings would be.
1: You're flying over Fauci, shitting on his head from the sky. Breathing fire. <laughs> oh, bomb, Fauci. Yeah. <laughs> right in the, of the forehead. It's it's
0: just craziness to me at this point, man. It's like we've just fucking given up the helm America. Like here's a perfect example, okay? I'm going to tell you something that you're going to get a kick out of this. I saved it to tell you live so that you could get a real good laugh from my pain, okay? Cuz we enjoy each other's pain. So here's get here, let me borrow your enemy's skull. There we go. All right. I'm going to fill your glass with this pure joy here. Don't sip it until I tell you. All right, here you go. All right, now listen. So you remember how I just got done moving from, you know, one cave to another because, you know, uh, the place I lived had essentially turned into the slums.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, and it was because they were bought out by some um, company, some realtor company from California that decided that they don't like California anymore, so they're going to come to where I live which is a secret that drives everyone nuts (laughs) and they're going to buy up some properties and they're going to try their hand where I live at. Okay. And, uh, they turned where I live at into a slum and I was like, Oh, well, fuck this. I'm going to move along with a lot of other people. Okay.
1: Um, Well, judging by how they treat out here, that's all they know how to build is slums.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I imagine. I imagine we're actually going to talk about that in just a minute. Um, but I digress. So so I move to a, a less slum neighborhood, right? Okay, which you already know, but I'm just telling this part of the story for the, the listeners that don't know. Okay. And um, two days after I get done moving all of the heavy things in and we get everything unpacked and everything, I wake up and I go outside before I do a show, before I jump through a portal to go to – the Shimmering Isles with well, a good friend of ours. Um, I have a little piece of paper on my door and I look at it, and guess what? Slumlord Realty just bought this place as well. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm not all surprised about that. <laughs> yeah. How crazy is that? I wonder how they, how they have the money for it coming out of California. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, because in California, property costs
0: way more. They charge way more to live in California in an apartment than they do in some of the other areas of the country. So the people, these big, these big fucking apartment people, okay, they come into into the other sections of the country where living is, you know, the cost of living is more reasonable because we live, you know, a little bit more humbly you know, within our means, you know, we don't have that Hollywood facade, so to speak, where we're like Gucci, 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 goo, you know, whatever they say. I don't know what it is. Is it Gucci goo? I don't know. It's baby shit. That's what I call it. So Gucci goo and shit. I'm like, I don't need that. that it's, I. what's the point? You're paying a, a, a lot of money for something that that serves no point. You know, it's it's like people that buy Ferraris to me. I'm like, okay, well that Ferrari looks super nice, but uh, first time that fucker breaks down, I bet you're gonna hate that thing. Uh-huh. And you, yeah. pop,
1: you popped a tire on your Ferrari? I'll, you know, ten grand.
0: Yeah, yeah, ten grand. Yeah, don't worry, we'll be there. But ten grand. You know, but here's the thing: is these people have now ruined. Their states, okay, like, like you said, there's a lot of slums out there in California, okay, they've ruined their state. And now, because their state's ruined, they can't make any more money, and, and they're slowly starting to lose money. And instead of doing the right thing... Okay, which is they need to stay there and fix the mistakes that they've generated. Instead of doing that, now they're fleeing to all these other states that's got their shit together, and they're coming here to ruin our lives. They're ruining my life, Senator. My life!
1: They just want to give you a a taste of that authentic California living. I don't
0: want. I don't want that. I don't want that living. I. 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 I don't want it. I no. No, you though, no, You go back. You go. Oh. Don't don't make me start growling or getting all huffed up and stomping around this campfire now. Okay, they got me a little worked up earlier, the old man in in the podcast, he said the word that triggers me, I got all triggered and started falling about and acting out. out. He said, woke. And then my head exploded. (laughs)
1: Luckily,
0: Sinner knows the secret to bring Dark Bear back. You know, you just burn a little of this wood off of the dark woods here. And the fear that's kept within the trees summons the Dark Bear right back.
1: You know, it's... Even even living in California, at least where I live is military housing. So there's at least some standard.
0: Yeah, well, don't worry, you know, they're going to fix that. I don't know if you know this or not, but, you know, almost every military branch is going woke and slowly Good. being purged. Uh-huh. So, you know, but this is how I'm kind of looking at it. I was talking to somebody yesterday, and they told me, well, look at it this way, Dork Bear. All shitty like that. Well, look at it this way, Dark Bear. If all of these liberals move to where you live, the property... Expense will drop dramatically in California and you'll be able to live on the coast for cheap and I'm like Yeah, in a shithole. Why would I wanna leave my kingdom? In a
1: shithole are they already fucking wrecked?
0: Yeah, they've it's basically like they've thrown a seventy fucking year party in California and nobody wants to clean up the trash or the pizza boxes afterwards and mom and dad are coming home soon. You know what I'm getting at here, man? I mean, like, really think about what I just said. Like, that's really what it is. They've been watching all the best movies. They've been well, pretty much yeah. been out, they've been out on the on the beach, you know, California girls, you know, all that, you know, where but they've been on
1: the, the finest drugs and the finest liquor, watching just sitting back and watching movies and getting high all the time. Like, oh well the party's over there, bud, you need to go back to work.
0: You no, we don't know. want it. Look at that. Nobody wants your trash fucking movies anymore. I guess you guys better learn how to build cars or something productive. Maybe. You, better you, learn can. <laughs> you know what I think they should do in California? They should start manufacturing fucking diapers for all the fucking babies they're making out there in the world. Eh? We got, <laughs> we got plenty of those up north, and they're losing their freedoms rapidly. They're being put in a playpen. <laughs> and let me tell you I don't think the Canadians have it in them to be a Tommy Pickles and bust a screwdriver out and say come on Chucky let's go mm-hmm. <laughs> Canada Canada's just not that rug rat you know the rug rat you never seen that you know stayed at home because it was in a bubble that's that That's Canada rug rat <laughs> so you know i don't understand the mentality of these people fleeing their state you know you and that's that's something i really want to touch on real quick with you sinner is is the mentality of the 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 people who are like oh they they're screaming the most about how racism is a terrible thing that we have right now and about how There's 30 billion genders and this and this and that and this and that. But here's the thing is when it comes to real problems, they don't want to fix anything. They want to run away. And you see that in these deeply blue states where people are fleeing because there are deep problems that they've created. Now they're like, "Uh uh-oh, reality's kicking in. I better run away. Surf's up in Galveston, dude.
1: Yeah, that's, that's the one thing that I hate that they do. They don't realize that, yeah, all the ideas sound cool, they all sound nice in concept, uh, but when you actually implement them and let them run their course for a few years, things get kind of fucked up kind of fast. And then when you shithole, they just abandon it like, whatever, bro, it's not my problem, I didn't do it. Yeah, you did. You, your parents, your grandparents, anybody that voted for these idiots, you all did it, now sit and suffer in it. Don't take your shitty ass ideas and go to another state and decide, maybe if I vote the same over here in this state, maybe it'll be better. No, it won't. Your yeah. shitty ideas don't work once, they're not gonna work anywhere else. Exactly. Oh, Amen, man. A
0: shit idea, no matter how much you polish it, at the end of the day, is still just a shit idea.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Hey there, Troncat. Welcome, welcome to the campfire, buddy. I uh, accepted your call in, so you're more than welcome to jump in. Apologize, got- that must have been my mistake. You you, you got a thought you, there, Troncat?
1: Tron- no, <laughs> I was just holding my phone. I think I called you guys randomly.
0: Well, <laughs> accidents, happen, accidents man. happen, man. All the time. Indeed. You yeah, yeah, uh, know, just like somehow, you like, know, AOC and Nancy Pelosi no, accidentally, got into accidentally got in office. <laughs> I just wish they'd accidentally, wish find, their accidentally out. find their way
1: out. Yeah, I could give a shit less who's in what when it comes to that. <laughs> that completely I haven't voted, man, my entire life, and the first time I did vote was Clinton.
0: Completely understand, man. Yep. The first time I ever
1: supported was for Trump.
0: Hey there, Mike. How hey, you Bob, doing Bob, this Bob, fucking Bob, afternoon And there's no, child
2: left,
1: it is no child left behind garbage. Participation trophies for people that don't deserve it.
0: Well, well you know, th- this is something that we have a problem with. Okay, we seen a monster starting to develop within our system years and years ago, and we, we chose... Turn a blind eye to it. So we see this fog out there in the dark woods as it slowly uh, twists the reality of our of our nation and of our loved ones and of our children into something that doesn't actually exist, turning them ignorant and hostile. You look into their eyes while you're trying to explain just common sense things, and it almost seems as if their eyes are clouded. And, and you, you know that it's, it's with world. a world that's, that's not real. You know what I'm saying? And because their world's not real, you start to poke holes in the infrastructure that mm-hmm. they spent so long building. And it, they, they, they become, have to deal with it. Yeah, they don't know how to deal with it. They become erratic and they be, they become aggressive, and this is the beast that I'm talking about that we've allowed to exist. That that spent so long, we haven't just allowed it to exist, but we have fed this breast. We we have fed this beast with Lady Liberty's breast. I mean, we've literally plopped Lady Liberty's tit in its mouth and said, "Oh." Well, because oh, we geez. accept everything, we have to accept this as well. I think Eric might be having a little technical difficulty. I'm not certain. He keeps coming and going. I'm I'm hoping he's all right, because I, I was just getting ready to ask him to do
1: the the show trauma like, I, I wouldn't doubt it. All these people c- claim that they're victims of something. Like, bitch, shut up. I grew up... I had bullies in my youth. I fucking... I literally stomped the there. back of my bully and yes, made him stop. And I, I've always been a hefty dude; it's never fucking kept me down. I've outrun my gym classes in cowboy boots.
0: And and you know that, that's the thing is is inspiration. Sometimes you can be inspired by something not so kind. Uh, I'm I'm gonna pause real fast on the show center because I'd like to ask Eric if he would. Uh, do the show thing if he is available at the moment because we've got quite a few people in here.
4: Right. Um. So. So. Show plugs. You mean?
0: Yes, sir. If If, if you're available to do it real
4: fast. Well, the pod Podbean live and, and Podbean published shows. You know that are really great. Um, I just saw where the gray area came in the room. Um, he's got a great podcast show. It, anybody's interested in checking him out um and i think he said something about doing a show today so definitely be on lookout for him and also be on lookout at 3 p.m eastern time for frankie's crib um and be on lookout for mike tampa bay to do um you know his his shows impromptu and you've also got the slightly serious show coming up later this evening at nine thirty p.m eastern time um and then you've also got Trice Talk on Sundays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, also at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Um, Tall Tales of the Rabbit Hole, Fridays and Saturdays around 11 p.m. Eastern. and Mysteries of the Paranormal on Fridays and Mondays. Um, the Old Man's Podcast, weekdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, and the Friday Night Music Show, Fridays at 11 p.m. Eastern. Um, and the Ralph William yeah. Podcast is usually on mornings around 6 or 7 a.m. Eastern. I'm sorry.
2: I'm sorry, Eric. Is Is everything all right? I'm i'm good I'm, my my nose is a little stuffy oh okay just, sorry
0: sorry that, i didn't sorry. To interrupt I, I, I just, i'm
4: just joking it's not that just, it's just seasonal allergies i get those too checking on your
2: brother sorry
4: and then you've also got freedom warriors podcast also on you know during the morning hours so and he's got another podcast show worth checking out and south osman also a good show um and you've also got um, Milk Dog on multiple times a day as usual, and then comedy podcasts like Chuck and Billy's "Not Your Cup of Tea" as well as, um, um, the, you know, the Beans of Weenies comedy show on Sunday afternoons, and the the Turfy Show on Saturdays, and the It's Doomsday podcast Saturday evenings as well, and and Chris Un- Unplugged, who also has a great music show, and and Torch, the poet, who's another great one, and so many other podcast friends.
0: Oh, boy. I, man, I really appreciate you doing the show thing for me, Eric, because there's no way I'd be able to remember that and to be able to tear down all these crafty politicians.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just wouldn't have an, enough room mm-hmm. in my little bare
4: brain for all of it, man. <laughs> well, and plus, if, if comes this culture... It isn't isn't doing too many like live shows? Be definitely on the lookout for him to drop some published shows.
0: For sure, I like I like O, I like o Cummings's culture, man. I like all of them shows. I, I try to go to as many of them as I can. But as you said, we got a lot of Podbean friends in the Podbean family.
2: Mm-hmm. Grizzly bear, yes, did sir, you bow uh, out yesterday during trivia? I I, <laughs> I did. You you caught me. I, I bowed
0: out. I said Ooh. I was like
2: he you must have you. sent some demons nearby because he doesn't usually stray away from a challenge. <laughs> I think that's what it was.
0: <laughs> so, that's what it was. I got a little hungry and I had to go fill in my <clears throat> appetite before the center came back and he started telling me. Hey, I noticed
4: you wander away from the campfire. Oh, and John Devito will be on tomorrow morning eleven thirty a.m. Eastern Time. If you're interested in checking him out. Oh, for, nice. like John DeVito. And then Crazy Kane will be on Saturday morning sometime. Hello there. He reminds
2: me of a mafia boss, doesn't he?
4: Who does? He reminds me of, a, of a,
2: like Italian mafia boss. John does a little bit. John DeVito. He does have hey, it in his accent. <laughs> you, know, you know who reminds me of like. <clears throat> Italian mafia boss, Mike?
4: <clears throat> Who's
0: that?
2: Go-
4: Governor Cuomo.
0: Hey, I didn't grab that dead, all right?
4: Look, um, you, y- y- you know... Well, and even you know, his brother Chris gets called Fredo. Uh-huh.
2: I think the mob would disown him because of his of the way he acts. They go by a lot of, loyal, lot of strict loyalty. I mean, they go by some you know some moral standards. You know, yeah. oh
1: yeah, they might they might be sending people's thing. grandma to deathbed.
2: Who sends their grandma to deathbed? They
0: only have a morality code when it suits them. That's how it
2: works. Maybe it's just the Godfather movies. I remember them being against the drugs and stuff. Maybe, maybe it's just the movies.
4: Who knows? Well, the Godfather movies yeah. was famous for that one famous quote of "I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse." And, and guess what? That's what, the
1: for, cur- can't
0: That's what the government's currently doing to the American people, and sadly, more governments than just the American government are offering the people something they can't refuse, which is get vaccinated or suffer.
2: I will beat the living hell out of anybody spring a needle towards me, man. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You better
1: shoot me. I get
0: tattoos. <clears throat> I'm all right with needles. I'm, so I'm just saying, with like... Vaccinations I know nothing about.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. It's poison they're going to... I don't even want to remember somebody telling me about their family and shit. That kind of got me, dude.
0: Well, you know, this is what kind of woke me up to was somebody told me a story.
2: Sarmenti. About about
0: back in the day, the government testing syphilis on a certain part of the population within America. And they told them that they were giving them a vaccine, but they were actually giving them syphilis, and they wanted to study the long term effects of what. What happened. the? That's exactly what they did.
1: What? At all? I think I've actually heard that one. Yeah, dead serious. Uh, it,
2: why that- doesn't any of this surprise me, honestly?
1: That's a part of history.
0: That's a part of history, my friend. See, that's what they don't want you to understand. Is that just a
4: little bit of history repeating?
0: Exactly. That's that's why they always like to tamper with the history books. Because if you want to know what's coming up, you just simply look at what's been. <laughs> There's a reason that out of all the people that worked at the NSA, all those thousands of people, only Edward Snowden came forward and said, oh, everyone in the American population is being spied on. No one has what's referred to as Privacy anymore? You see what you see? What I'm getting at, and, and what it is, and look, uh, dude here says scripted, and I mildly agree with him because they, they, they will. It's all figured out. What it is? Call. Yes, theater. I'm
2: in the bathroom and I don't want to be pooping while I'm on the phone, so I'm going to well, disconnect. We but th- I'll be in the show.
0: We deeply appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're an animal, Tampa Bay. You're an animal.
1: At least he's more fucking considerate than my my other buddy, Mike. I'll text him. Hey, what you doing? Taking a shit? Don't fucking text me then, you dick. <laughs> it's one of those oh, things. Um, hey. I
4: mean, you, you probably don't want to meet thirty Pac-Man here on Podbean. You know the cousin of Boogie Nights from the Drunken Shenanigans podcast. Um. Oh, he'll, he'll go pee go go peeing on on the podcast and fail to mute his mic, and um and then. And then when he gets reprimanded for it, you know, he's all like, I'll do as I damn well please. But, I mean, you'd you'd ha- you'd probably be done, kicked him off the call and blocked him.
1: <laughs> you,
0: you know, I'll, I'll give you this, Mike. Mike, At least you guys are getting better down there in Florida. You guys got DeSantis, I and mean, he's getting you all in line. Because you, you, I'll tell you what, a couple years ago, y'all was some animals. Y'all was eating people's faces in the streets and shit. I was like, what is happening in Florida?
1: Because it sounds it's like just, a good time. It's just Florida. <laughs> I, I, lived, I lived in Florida for almost a decade. That's just Florida. That's just Florida. It's not- you know, I, yeah, I like... It has to be the weather down there. It just drives people fucking insane, baking in the sun and then getting rained on.
0: I, I like old Governor DeSantis. I, I got this written in my notes here, center, because I thought that this would tickle you to death. Uh, so, you know, we're, I guess... Everyone else in the world, I'm not going to celebrate it because um, I don't want to. I'll just be simple. I don't want to. Uh, but I guess everybody else in the world is getting ready to celebrate Gay Parade. Gay and um, uh, the way Governor DeSantis celebrated g- Gay Pride is he uh, signed a bill that uh, forbid men from competing in women's
1: sports. <laughs> Yeah, everybody fucking immediately had all button about it. How how dare you be sexist like that? Because it's men competing against women, stupid.
4: Ooh.
1: You know, take take the example of Fallon Fox. Take it to heart.
0: Ah, uh, Governor DeSantis, thank you for leading the path. <laughs> this is how we
1: just put a stop to ridiculousness, isn't it? <laughs> I I fucking, I have nothing against gay people. I think Pride Month and the Pride Parades and all that shit. I think that's a little much. I think it needs to end because it, like, the push from gay people has always been like they want to be perceived better in society. It's just, hey, we're here. We're just, we just want to exist. But then Pride Month comes around and all of a sudden the vast majority start acting like a bunch of fucking idiots, like Mardi Gras happening for a fucking month.
0: I just, and it, I just,
1: it's so detriment, and then like all the companies come out and.
0: We support I, don't, you. I don't care about, yeah. I don't. I don't care about gay people. Like if whatever you want to do, do what you want to do.
4: I just don't want to see people yeah. wearing dildos in the streets. I, I think my thing about like the like the like the gay pride festivals and parades. I mean, part of me just thinks that, that, that those are a bit overrated. I mean, yeah, yeah. Which I mean. the you know, I don't. I don't see a problem with people being gay. Um, yeah. But you know, you know what people need to realize is that, as far as like the whole LGBTQ thing is concerned, you're going to have more gay conservatives than you think. But but the but your traditional LGBTQ would look at you like, but you know, gay gay conservatism. It's just not proper.
0: Oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> My, yeah. I got plenty of gay friends. They love me to, they think that I'm just a, they call it, they call me a hoot, which I guess is good. They say, you're a hoot, Dark Bear. We love hanging out with you. Uh,
1: uh, One one of them takes great. The one manager I can actually say that was good among everything I've ever worked was a gay guy at, when I was back in my hometown, he worked his ass off to where I worked. Literally worked his ass off coming in after hours and everything. Got no recognition for it. But he he was one of the greatest fucking... He was funny as fuck to talk to. And it actually got him to tell me a gay joke too, which was fucking great. You know, uh,
0: I think that... People, in in a retrospect, have become too too sensitive to things. And what I mean by that is, like, I have a lot of gay friends that... uh, they thank me because when they were younger, people would give them shit because, you know, kids are mean. Kids are assholes. Let's just all agree on that. When we're young, mm-hmm. we're inexperienced. We don't understand how badly we can hurt somebody, and we're pricks. I mean, that's just how nature is. And um, the, the, the good people among us, we learn, oh, well, doing this is, is being a prick, and so we stop doing it. You know what I'm saying? That's the good of people among us. Now, I noticed when I was younger that uh, I had a few friends that were, you know, they, they were getting uh, picked on because of their preferences and stuff. And a lot of the time, they just said, oh, well, I'm just being the bigger person by not responding. And that sounds great. And don't get me wrong. You know, there is a point of, of being a bigger person by turning the other cheek. However, Dark Bear is not that big of a person uh, mentally but he is physically and so when I saw it I would come up to their side and I would growl real loud and I would tell people he might not punch you in the fucking mouth but I will I will punch you right in the fucking mouth <laughs> you ever speak to him like this again because because he, he chooses a different path in life than you do and you won't have to worry about answering to him you're going to have to worry about answering to me and I think that 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 um needs to, be, to become more prevalent and and less, you know, let's let's have parades full of dildos in the street.
1: Yeah, like I'd, you know, I'm sure you two would agree with with me when I say this, and I don't I don't really care if people are gay or anything like that. I don't give a shit because it's always been my consensus of life is always kind of waiting around the corner. For you to take the turn and then immediately kick you in the nuts and then stomp the living shit out of you repeatedly. So it's like, if you can find a little bit of happiness around like kicking you in the ass, go for it. I don't give a shit what you do. If you want to be gay? Be gay. Whatever. See, Victor, See take that, that shit gun and gun go with it.
0: Victor says, I treat everyone the same until they give me a reason not to.
1: Yep, and- exactly.
0: And I am the exact same. I will give somebody the exact same. I call it ba- my basic respect, okay? And there's a big difference between my basic respect and, and my high respect. People like Eric and the center and uh, Victor and Mike, okay, they, they have my, my high respect. I know them on a personal level to some degree. And we share a lot of the same viewpoints, and, and we've discussed things. And, and I know that they're not, you know, uh, gravel eaters, so to speak. And they also respect me back. So I give them my high respect. Mm-hmm. But, but other people, I give them what I, what I like to refer to as my basic respect, which is I'm going to treat you just as good as you treat me. And if you uh, decide you want to mash my fucking paws well, then I'm, I'm, I'm going to return the favor. <laughs> you know, but there are people in the world that I do not uh, think deserve my respect. And there are a lot of people, and you've seen this, Sinner. There are a lot of people who uh, try to shout me down because I won't respect somebody and their ideology. And it's because I tell them, uh, yeah, because you're stupid. And I don't think we should respect stupid people as far as, mm-hmm. like, uh, people who choose to be ignorant instead of it becoming informed. I think respect is something uh, to a certain caliber that's earned over time. You know... uh we respect people like Galileo and, and, and great philosophers and great minds because they've earned our respect to some degree because we think, oh, well, they're better than us. But they still use the same leaves to wipe their bottom and the same log to, to set upon in the woods. They're no different than you and I. They're just on a different frequency. You know what I'm getting at here?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But now we have a horrible couple, horrible divisions that have been deliberately dug into our country to devise us and make us bicker amongst ourselves. And sadly, there seems to be a large part of our population that doesn't understand that they are being manipulated. And if they do understand, they don't care. (laughs) Dude says flat earth. Don't make me, don't make me start roaring. Don't do it, dude. Don't make Dark Bear start roaring. <laughs> he said, "Flat Earth, wink." <laughs> okay. You know, Pete, I have people come to me and they tell me, "Dark Bear, lizard people," and I say, "Look, I'm not saying you're wrong." Okay, but what I am saying is is it's hard to convince people that corruption exists within our, our political system. And that shouldn't be a hard thing to, to convince people of. It's not the fucking tooth fairy. I'm not selling the Easter bunny. I'm saying that politicians are people and that they are easily corruptible because they are in a position of extreme power, especially now. And people don't believe that. So what are the odds that they're going to believe, oh, lizard people, adrenochrome. New World Order. Well, I'll tell you what the odds are. Fucking zero. That's what the fucking odds are. Most people can't tell you what number president Trump or Joe Biden is. Most people. Your average person is going... If you ask them, oh, uh, what number president was uh, President Trump? See, that's how I really like to to see how politically involved someone is Sinner, That's what your favorite things that you see me do is when I ask them a political question that has nothing to do with current politics and it's past politics, because that allows me to see how long they've been involved and how deep they go. <laughs> and that matters. Like you point out uh Center, If, if you didn't know Joe Biden 20 years ago, you'd have never known he was a racist
1: Piece of shit. I mean, yeah, pretty much. Well, I mean, he was, he was a racist piece of shit when he was with, when he was, uh, when Bill was in office too.
0: You know, it's, it's and here's the thing is they, they tried, we were, I don't know how many of our audience actually sits down like me in center and watches Senate hearings that are, you know, four to eight hours long and sometimes excruciatingly boring. But when I do it more so than not, I see Democrats get asked a very direct question. And instead of answering the very direct question that they should, because it's a very important one, always, they want to do this little dance around the, the question and, and they never really actually answer it. And it's because they know if they say, oh, well, yeah, we're going to take taxpayers' money and we're going to put it toward abortions. Well, there's going to be a whole bunch of people that are going to get real fucking pissed off about that, aren't there? So instead they dance around, they say, oh, well, if you want to come by my office and we can talk logistics, you know, the money goes through here and through there and through here and through there. And so technically, by the time it gets to Planned Parenthood, it's not technically tax money anymore. And then you have senators like Ted Cruz or Rand Paul or one of, one of our superheroes we talk about a lot that's, that, that rub their head and they're like, but originally the money still came from the taxpayers. It doesn't matter how many times you cycle it through all these different shell companies that you've made to launder your fucking money out of the system. It's still taxpayers' money. <laughs> oh, you know, while you were gone, Sinner, I talked about... Ryan Paul exposing a whole bunch of wasteful spending by the government, you know.
2: Uh,
1: from, <laughs> oh, yeah. You love that topic. You know, everything from 800, okay, government spend, spending, not like there's already a shit ton of that everywhere.
0: Yeah. You know, and, and one of the things... Goddamn potholes in the fucking roads. Well, here we are giving all this support and all this aid to all these other fucking places in the world and oddly enough we can't even take care of ourselves oh why hello there miss lady bomber you're always to you're always welcome to call in if you so choose so you know and uh and uh here's the thing we now have a system that we know pushes propaganda i just seen
1: that blues clues is pushing some propaganda and got it I saw a screenshot of that and somebody had already memed it that there was like a a lady singing on it and in the background there were like frogs with little rainbow hearts and shit and you could it was Alex Jones Turn to the
3: fucking frogs, fucking frogs
1: gang. Frogs yeah, I love that shit, man. Yes. Oh, I see that same one.
0: <laughs> I see that same one. You know, here's the thing though. Turn the the fucking frogs gang is that's not Blue's Clues job. That's 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 you as a parent's job to teach your child acceptance of what to accept and what not to accept. That's that's your job, and that's not. Just, I'm sorry, I'm losing my train of thought. I'm reading the comments down here, and they're cracking me up. Um, that's a that's a parent's job to teach these things. Okay, and we used to say. Look, the state doesn't need to be involved in every fucking aspect of our lives, but more and more and more and more and more so that's happening. And we have companies like Big Tech and Big Pharma that say, oh, well, you know, we don't actually wink, wink, shake, shake behind the shadows with the government, with each other. We're all an individual corporation. Wink, wink, shake, shake. And then you go, why'd you just wink at me and shake that guy's hand? No reason. No reason wink, at all. Wink, wink, wink. No reason. And instead of addressing it, we just go, okay. And we go about our day. I don't get it, man. It makes no sense to me, brother. You know, what are we going to do? Okay, because we're talking, we were talking about the the moving of these businesses out of these deeply blue states, because they're fleeing, because the economies inside these blue states are starting to collapse, and the infrastructure is starting to collapse because it's not built on solid ground; it's built on hopes and dreams. And as we all know, that's such a flimsy building material.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so they're starting to move into red states, and because you know, like you pointed out, so awesomely earlier uh, their center Uh, in these deeply blue states the laws are quite different and so they're allowed to own these vast amounts of slum lords and these slum lords are now taking all all this money that they have and it's a vast amount of money because think of what property value is in California compared to somewhere like I don't know Kansas that's going to be two totally different Amounts of property value. Okay. And so these people that have been, you know, creating these slums in California, now they have all this great slum money because, you know, they were right on the beach or whatever. And, uh, now they're coming into the Midwest and, and all these red, red States and whatnot down South. And, uh, they're starting to buy up properties there so that they can, generate slums but here's the thing is when they come in it's not hard for them to buy up a property because they're used to generating three to five times more the income than what these people here are generating right now so they just offer them a big fat check they're like ah yeah now we live here and then they just move in and they ruin everything And and they don't solve the problems back in their own state. Instead, they bring the now those problems exist in that state. Now they bring those problems here to your state, where where things were going fine. Now guess what? Now you got problems. Biden's not going to be fucking happy till he tears down the entire fucking nation. And I truly believe that with his administration and the way they're handling everything, this
1: is not by accident. It's by design. Oh, no, I mean, like, just in what? He's only, he, he hasn't even been in office 200 days, and the seams are already being ripped out. Like, yeah. just one by one, every day that passes is another one that's popping free that brings people closer and closer. I mean, shit, we have, what, counties, I think, in Oregon that want to secede to move to the state next to them. They want to secede from Oregon because Oregon is mostly rural, but the couple of big cities that exist there are mostly Democrat, and so their high population density turns the entire state Democrat, even though most of the state itself is actually Republican. That's right. Or yeah. Te- Texas is full on saying, "You know what? Fuck you, people. We're going to succeed from the Union. We're just we're out of here. Get fucked." Shit, I don't blame them at this point. You know, it's kind of
0: odd, though, because Texas tries to secede from the union when Obama was in office, too, if you remember. And Mm -hmm. that's because, you know, Obama was slowly running our country into the ground. Then we got Trump in there. Okay, thank God. He exposed a whole bunch of corruption. But, you know, while Trump was in there... You know, out in the dark woods, shining his light on the monster, saying, "Look, look, right here's one. Look at this ugly bitch, Nancy Pelosi. Look, look, right here's one." Okay, while he was doing that mm-hmm. and showing us that big tech is censoring everybody and everything. Okay, did I? Odd enough, I did not see one state tries to secede from the union.
1: We have the same thing in Minnesota. People want to join South Dakota. As a South Dakotan, I will say this firmly. Fuck Minnesotans and Iwegians, you fucking idiots. God. No, Come to my no, state no. and drive like fucking idiots. God damn it. You know <laughs> I can I can see why though. Cause yeah, like I've I've got family in Minnesota. In I sadly in Minneapolis, and I hope they're okay through all this bullshit. I haven't talked to them in a few years.
3: Yeah. But
1: I hope they're okay. It's like I the, the senator, Christy Knoll, for South Dakota is not a shining example of Republicans. She's not. She's a fucking idiot. But at would, least she's better than these Democratic idiots like Elon Omar and stuff. Christy Knoll is a fucking idiot, but at I'd least like she's... To,
0: I'd like to point out that more more often Republicans are... the Real Republicans, and we all know what I mean when I say real Republicans, are telling people... You have the power to stand up and take care of yourself and to become more than what you are now. And Democrats are saying, well, You're weak. You this is who you are. It's okay. Come over here. We'll put our tit in your mouth. We'll take care of you. And and I, I really think that it's a mentality at this point. You know, I don't I don't like to identify with uh, political parties and the reason is is because through history there were some democrats that i really liked you know
4: mm-hmm.
0: and there were republicans i really liked and and i know that in the future there will be there will be politicians on both sides that i really like and so i think to to vote identity politics is an ignorant way to vote i think you should vote uh, morality politics if that makes sense does that does that make sense to you or am i rambling
1: no, that makes sense. Because the, I mean, the only party we need is uh, who who was it, the the Moose Party that uh, Teddy Roosevelt ran under his own fucking party. Mm-hmm. That's the only one we need because at least he had his head on straight. Miss Lady Bomber oh.
0: has dropped us a comment here, and it says, "It's like New York. New York City really dictates the entire state. It's deceptively blue." But it's actually a red state, not to mention 50% of the population is in New York City. Mm-hmm. And a third of that is in the Bureau of Brooklyn, the most densely populated of the five bureaus.
1: Mm-hmm. That's how it is with, the, with it up there in Oregon. Majority of the state is red because it's a lot of really good farmland. Hey. But like the two or, C, two or three big cities are all heavily blue. And because of their population, they get more of the vote than the rural areas. Oh, uh, that's so.
0: Oh, uh, ladies. Ladies. I think that's lady bummers. Do you Get down, get down. She's going to take care of some monsters around here for us, real quick. Just get a little low here. You get a lady bummer. Drop the mad sick fucking ammo on. Well, she's a crack shot, and she? I'll tell you what. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I, I've noticed a, a trend I, I wanted to discuss with you. I've just been itching to discuss it with you, Sinner, because this mentality, it deeply intrigues me. So the other day I got into a, a debate with a younger fellow, that was trying to explain to me that sometimes people can't be held accountable for their actions because their actions are outside of their control. And I asked him to elaborate on that to give me an example. And he told me, well, sometimes I get so mad that I just black out and I hit somebody. And I told him, I said, well, I think that's bullshit. And he said, well, how so? On? I said, well, because you choose to lose control. You choose to hit that person. And you just don't want
1: to admit that you made a bad choice. Yeah. The the only way you're not responsible for your actions is, did you literally get possessed by a demon? Yeah. No? Well, then you're responsible for everything you do.
0: I agree. I agree 110%. There's a choice in everything that you do. You decide. If yeah. You Sounds want like more. somebody
1: doesn't like the concept of personal responsibility. Yeah. Lady Bomber hit on the head like a, I've I've had that too. Like, um, Mike had asked a question earlier, and I didn't get answered of how I got my tag as the sinner. And me and Dark Bear have talked about it at length here and there. As I'm not particularly religious, but I like to look at religion from the, from the perspective of an outsider. And the seven deadly sins fascinates me as a concept because there's there's a huge stigma about them. And they're basically like, here, here's the seven keys that automatically get you into hell. Yeah. I so think one like, the worst aspects of mankind. You can exercise any of the seven by accident at any given time. Mm-hmm. But you know, you, but, it,
0: but if you think about it, really, I, th- I, I, th- I, always like to look at it from a like a morality sense. You know what I mean? And and like, I like to think of it as like the seven deadly sins. That in, in retrospect, are at, you know they're like mankind's worst attributes, like they're the things that turn us into animals more or less. You know what I'm saying? They they take away, they make us less of lesser people, if that makes sense. It, when we get when we give in to those uh, uh, impulses, would be a good word maybe. Does that make does that make sense, Center? What I am saying? Continue your thoughts. Sorry, I was throwing something at you there. You know, we all we all you know at one time, Center. Uh, you and I were talking about how some people in life are deal makers, and some people in life are deal takers. And you had told me that you and I are deal makers. If we see an opportunity, we have a toothy grin to shake a hand. And we won't hesitate to do it because we know how to make sure the deal is in our favor. You remember that conversation, Senator? It's been a while back.
1: Yeah, I remember that slightly.
0: It's been a while. And and, uh, I had told you, boy, I'd be really nervous about shaking your hand to make a deal and that's pretty rare for me and it's because you know me so well that you know how my mind operates <laughs> mm-hmm. so when I whisper my sweet sweet whispers in the wind you look right over at me and my whispers just fall silent and I'm like hey that wasn't very nice of you and you say don't try your wicked magic on me there I'm on to your game and i think that that's important because here's the thing is people will look at somebody nowadays center and they will say oh that's a bad person i can see it okay but they'll they'll look at me and they'll look at my heart exterior and they'll say oh dark bear is a bad person they'll judge me automatically but some people can look through that they can see the good me and they go oh wow dark bear is an amazingly good person he just is a good person in bears armor. Mm -hmm. I'm the opposite to a wolf in sheep's clothing. And I think that people need to be able to discern that. They need to be able to look at good people that wear good armor, but on the
1: inside, they're demons. They're monsters in sheep's clothing that so that would basically be what i would be like i i have that fault of i forgive people too easily but like i said before is you know you've said it everybody is born in sin and i embraced that a long time ago i'm very prideful about things i achieve the things i've gained i like my food i'm very gluttonous i make like, I'll, I'll drown somebody in food but the first and i've used you know, my wrath for personal gain and detriment over the years. But it takes. You have it takes that conclusion.
0: Yeah, you have to admit, kind of like an addict, you have to admit that you're a sinner before you can fix, start to fix yourself, right?
1: Like a. Like you said about the wolf in sheep's clothing is that's that's how I portray myself because right now, because of the quarantine and shit, I'm a little heavier now than I would like to be personally. I actually don't I'm going to start working on that here shortly now that the old lady's home. But if you looked at me, you wouldn't really think too much of it. You would just think, oh, it's just some, some fat guy. But what most people don't realize is under this fat, I also like to weightlift a lot. Like my thigh muscles are as big as some people's heads and there's dents in my car. I think I told dark bear about this after we met was I lived in South Dakota and my old lady's car decided to get stuck in a ditch. God, I hate that fucking car and I wish I could send it to the scrapyard. <laughs> but it, it pissed me off so bad that I dug my boots into the ground, picked the front of the car up by the front wheel. Well, and physically pushed it out of the ditch by myself.
0: Sometimes, you know, I tell people all the time, people tell me, well, it's impossible. And this story reminds me of this. They say, well, it's impossible. And as you know, Sinner, I am a big Disney fan. And one of Disney's favorite quotes is, it's kind of fun to do the impossible. Mm -hmm. You know, like indoctrinate the world. (laughs) <laughs> people do the impossible all the time, but it's only the people that set their mind to it that say, "I'm not going to be fucking defeated by this." And you're no, that no, type. We're, of-
1: we're, we're coming for your
3: wallet and your dignity. I want your dignity, your children's souls. <laughs> oh boy, we're gonna have your firstborn son's soul. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to
0: come on by. You know, we need to stop trusting these mega corporations to raise your children. It's not their job. Raise your own fucking children. (laughs) I'm sick of tired. You know what I'm tired of, Senator? I'm tired of asshole children. You know the ones. You know the ones I'm talking about. The ones that their parents never tell them no. And so, you know, they scream and act like an asshole in public, and you look over at the parents and you glare at them like, "Hey, uh, do you fucking mind? Can you uh discipline your child there? We're 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 trying to have a nice family meal. You'll notice my children; they're sitting here quietly eating their food. We're having a good time.
1: Not yeah, screaming and running around the fucking restaurant. Yeah, and see that's I the understand. problem." I want to start a petition that tripping kids that run around screaming at a restaurant, legal. No repercussions.
0: No repercussions. Just trip them little bastards. Like, really oh, did everybody. you just learn a lesson? Just that's it. No life is life's hard there, Timmy. You better get ready and get braced if you're gonna be running around that long. Mm-hmm. You know, my my grandmother used to tell me, she used to say, Doc man, if if you're gonna be stupid, you better be tough. I was stupid for a long time, like you know, Senator. And I'm pretty tough. <laughs> I just here recently came into intelligence.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I growing up watching Jackass. If you're gonna be dumb, you're gonna be tough. <laughs> That's right.
0: But we we've we have stopped the tough mentality now. You know. Lady bomber shared something to me that that oh, it just inspired me so deeply and I'm going to share it with all of you is uh, it said toxic masculinity at the top and it then at the bottom after you see a picture of a guy carrying a, a child out of a flooded area in a neighborhood it said because no one is yelling for a feminist when shit hits the fan
3: mm-hmm
0: and and I believe that you know. He, don't get me wrong. The strong among us, some of them are kind of rough around the edges. It's just part of the persona. But that doesn't yeah. mean that all of all of the the strong among us are are pricks.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think like that's that's just something us as guys. Like, that's why I've said before like I think that's that's the balance between men and women. We act on. We act very much on instinct. We just kind of do things and fuck the consequences or the afterthought. We do them, and then we'll deal with it later. But women are the opposite. They'll think about it. They'll plan it and plot it. They'll think of all the details. Yeah, they're planning it. We'll we'll full on, you know, like run into a fire if somebody's screaming. We'll just run right in there. Like, oh, there's a a fire. I'll deal with this. I'm on it. You know, like –
0: me and my, me and Lady Bear, we used to have a lot of problems because she'd come home to me and she'd tell me all this stuff happening at work center. And uh, I'd be like, well, you know what you tell her? And, you know, uh, we get into it about it. And uh, after a while, she eventually told me, she said, look, I don't want you to fix my problem. I just want you to listen to my problem. And I'm like, well, that's why we have all these problems because a man, as a, my mentality is, oh, you have a problem. I'm going to fix it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's your mentality, I would assume, as well. You know, when you see a problem, you're like, oh, problem, I'm going I'm to address this right now before it becomes worse. You know, uh, I and I think that that's a, a mentality we've lost in our nation, man, is, is people don't want to address a problem before it becomes worse. They want to let it become the absolute worst-case fucking scenario before we go oh well you know maybe there is some corruption in our government you know i made a post on the instagram the other day center that said when are we going to admit that there's corruption within our system is it after they take our uh, your freedoms and, and your children's intelligence and their freedoms people ask all the time why are kids so stupid nowadays well look at what they're being taught. Look at the people you're allowing to teach your children. These are things that matter because they have generational effects. You the American nation, the world just allowed all of our youth to be hampered by one full year of schooling. Think about that. That's going to have a detrimental effect.
1: Oh yeah, the school here has already said that uh, they're thinking they're going to hold everybody back and have them repeat the year because of the computer learning has not been the fucking greatest. Imagine that. Huh. I mean, I'll, I'll talk it up to the the school system out here in Cali is also trash too. Oh, I know
0: that. I know that's a fact. Most things in California are trash. You know, there are some good people in California. Don't get me wrong, but like Hollywood trash, thumbs down, not impressed. And now Hollywood's starting to suffer in the, in the wallet because people are so fed up with, with
1: bullshit, man. Now you, you can be a famous actor, but you know what I want you to do? I want you to make me entertaining movies. You know what I don't want you to do? Tell me your fucking politics.
0: Yeah. Like, here's a cool idea. Um, <clears throat> I would, I, I'd like to see Hollywood get a makeover. And what I mean by that is I'd like to see a lot of these negative influences be pulled out and tore down. And positive influences be put in. I think we have... Much more positive role models with much better messages in America than somebody like Cardi B. Like, I'd love to see Cardi B taken down and replaced with Candace Owens.
1: <laughs> oh, the, you didn't you didn't hear about Candace Owens recently, did you? I saw it a couple of days ago from Memorial Day. Uh-oh. Tell me about my group. People pulled leftists pulled an elaborate, stupid, fucking prank. And Candace Owens fell into it. Uh, Just thinking about it it irritates me. For Memorial Day, because, you know, Memorial Day is where we celebrate our soldiers that didn't get to come home. It's for our fallen soldiers. Yeah. Some fucking idiot out there put up a picture of Lee Harvey Oswald, the guy that shot Kennedy in the face... Who was in fact in the United States Marine Corps. That's why he could hit a moving target in a vehicle from such a distance, is because he was a Marine sniper.
4: Yeah.
1: We put up a picture of him saying, Hey, this is my grandfather. You should venerate him. And Candace Owens, I guess, didn't know that he was actually a U.S. Marine um, and said something about it. Her, and I think I butcher his name every time I say it. Uh, Gats. So basically, other guy, so basically- the other guy from Florida. Not DeSanta, the other one. Gouts. Gats.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. I'm not going to try to pronounce his name, but I know who you're That's talking him. about. I'm going to let you butcher his name. I'm not going to help you butcher his name.
1: Both <laughs> Why would you Photoshop uh, the murderers into our United Servicemen's uh, uniform? Which it's under in one hand it's it's understandable that people wouldn't really know that Lee Harvey Oswald was in the Marines because while he was in the Marines he was just a lackluster sniper he did nothing in his career to warrant attention the only notable thing he ever did in his life was shoot kennedy yeah uh mike says that it's pronounced gates gates yeah it's like it's spelled so weird i get it wrong cuz it's it's like G A E T Z, something like that. Like it's spelled real funky.
0: You know, let me ask let me ask you a quick question of of uh, some masking stuff. So, I went to the airport the other day and I didn't wear a mask, and uh, there was two type of mentalities I noticed with people looking at me as they came off the plane, which was. Some people saw me and their face was immediately like, yeah, fuck this mask. And they just tore their mask right off. And other people's mentality where they like walk super far away from me. And that's all right. That's okay. I don't care if they're stupid and fearful. I mean, it doesn't bother me at all. I actually prefer them to walk further away because I think stupid may be contagious. (laughs) So I I actually prefer them to keep their mask on. You know, they might sneeze in my direction and I might be like, oh my God, there's 30
2: million genders. (laughs)
0: Uh, uh, Eric says, an example I can think of with the broken education system. Think about that scene in the movie of Broadway play, Hairspray. The special education class scene and the dialogue spoke of sp of special ed class holding kids back academically. I'm incl- I am included to believe that to be the truth. I agree. You know the here's the thing yeah. is, are you really doing a kid a favor if he hasn't learned anything? Are you just passing. I mean, are you, are you really doing him any favors in life? Not
1: particularly, you're giving him a free ride,
0: but only so far. Eventually, that free, eventually that free ride, wi- that free ride is going to stop.
1: Yeah, Victor's got a good point on that too. They don't know Oswald because they don't teach history anymore. Like I, I know, Lee Harvey Oswald was a Marine because the history class that I took in high school actually taught me that. We had an entire chapter just on the 60s and all the shit that was going on. The assassination of Kennedy, the space race. But we got taught. You know, oh, race. school's a lot, a lot of, different now. A couple of mass shooters, like the um, – I don't remember the incident name, but the, the Texas Tower shooter, he oh, was a Marine. You're talking about? Yeah, well, you and know. this was – these were guys that when they came out of the service – they were mentally damaged, yeah,
3: and back in the, the mental our mental health.
1: health care was not the greatest, yeah. especially well, for soldiers. Yeah, well,
0: back then, you know, they didn't. We didn't have as much of an understanding about mental health care as we claim to have now. We claim to have all this knowledge about mental health care, but at, at this point, I'm I'm kind of questioning a little bit of everything about what knowledge they claim to have because now they're like. Oh well, you know, if you just cut your wiener off and you know you super glue some coconuts to your chest, you can be a woman. Yeah. You can yeah. be Lady Gaga. Yeah, uh, inclined. You know, um, I I I think that the education system is being broken on purpose. The same with our economy. And everything else. And it's because it won't take it never takes very long to break something. But God man, for any of us out there who's like the dark bear and you've gotten mad and you just tore some shit up, how long does it take to fix it for God's sake? And so if 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 they tear down all our systems to where we're all basically just fighting to survive. We're we're going to be way too busy fighting to survive in order to fix anything. You see what I'm what I'm getting at here? These people. You want to know where we fucked up? When we allowed them to classify themselves as more important than the American people, and that we allowed them to say, "Oh well, we need to uh, build bomb shelters just for us, because uh, all the rest of you, fuck all you, we're important." Mm-hmm. That's when we fucked up. Pretty much. We should have been saying, no, 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 no. You build bomb shelters for all of us and you get to stand next to us in the bomb shelter. <laughs> that way we know it's the good one. Now you guys spent the good money on this bomb shelter because you're going to be in it with us.
1: see?
0: <laughs> <laughs> What? You know, that's the thing, is it's just like when Obama was in office and they were doing Obamacare, I said I said, you know, I bet you money if you made them fucking congressmen and women get on Obamacare, their fucking ass in a heartbeat would defund that shit. They'd be like,
1: Nope. Mm -hmm. I people always doubt me whenever this you know, people say Obamacare was bad. Like, I literally watched my dad, who couldn't afford Obamacare, get charged a fee for not having Obamacare. Oh, well, you that, know. That doesn't count. It's a, li- it, it's a fucking example, idiot. And there's more of I know of that are just like that. Huh. It was a terrible system. It still is. Well, I love it when people say, well,
0: we'll have to just agree to disagree. And sometimes, rarely, but sometimes that's right. There can be two different aspects to a coin. However, sometimes that's not right. Like when somebody says, oh, well, an abortion's okay to do because it's not alive yet. Well, the only reason you think that it's not alive is because if you say it's alive, you know it destroys your side of the argument. So it's not a situation of agree to disagree. It's a situation of if you don't go along with that part of their argument, their argument no longer exists. Because nobody, and I repeat, nobody, that has a heart and soul is just going to be like, oh, yeah, let's sign up for killing kids. <laughs> Nobody is going to be like, oh, yeah, let's make taxpayers' dollars go into abortions if if you remove the idea that a baby inside the womb is not alive. Because then, guess what? Now it's classified as murdering children, and that's way different. That's a harder train to get on, isn't it, And so that's why why they make these silly arguments that people get all caught up in. And I tell people, I say, I say, I agree, Mike. They say, well, we have a different perspective. But that, that only works in so many circumstances. You can't have a different perspective literally in all aspects and still live in the same reality.
1: Yeah, I can agree with with what Eric said. I'd support the Planned Parenthood money being used to bail out Social Security and Medicare. Yeah, because those have been behind for years, because every time they gain money, Congress goes in and, ooh, money, and takes it out of there immediately.
0: Listen, I truly believe that Congress, the people in power, the elite, they want the old as distracted and trying to struggle to survive as much as possible. You want to know why? Because if the old among us are busy doing that, they're too busy trying to survive to teach us the valuable things they learned while they were living, like how the government is dicking them. Uh, Mike says, the name is self-planned parenthood. What the F planned parenthood not to be a parent? I don't know if you've seen this yet or not, one of my shadow ninjas brought it to my attention it's absolutely disgusting but there's a big push on TikTok a while back ago to normalize abortions where they actually hired people to get on there and say that sometimes getting an abortion doesn't always have to be a sad thing sometimes it's quite funny like how sickening is that? And that goes back to normalizing something, making you think in your brain that it's not something that you think it is. Because saying planned parenthood, they pick that name specifically. It wasn't by accident. Because if they call it oh this is a bur- this this is a baby murdering building,
1: well you probably not, you're probably not going to support that, are you? Yeah, like they'd have a lot less business. Yeah, they're going to have way less business, if, if they call it. Oh, yeah, of course. And I know they do offer other... They do offer other and shit. But that's still one of the major services they do offer is abortion. They do a lot more than that. I think, like, I think it's in the, the thing, like, half of their business, I think. The money and stuff they make comes from abortions. Yeah. Hello there, ladies. Uh, grand, to the-
3: grand afternoon to everyone on the panel. How are you?
0: Oh, I'm very good. Thank you for asking. Welcome. Back. Did you have some...
3: Yeah, and also I'm, also I'm taking a break because I've been packing and just getting ready for the move this Saturday, so so I just I need a little bit of a break
0: <laughs> well, I understand moving Moving is quite a chore I just got done doing it myself
3: <laughs> yeah but like I said for the reasons that I'm moving it's totally not in the realm like this would I would have never would have even thought of this a year ago
0: uh, well there's a lot of things going on in the world that people would have never thought of a year ago a hell even six months ago
3: True. Um, I was wanting to chime in regarding, I know, like regarding Planned Parenthood, because what most people don't know is that Planned Parenthood was actually originally was called the Negro Project of 1939.
0: That's right. That's right. You're correct.
3: And so, for basically, according to Margaret Sanger, someone like me is a weed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I should be exterminated.
0: I disagree heavily with that. I I think I think people like you are a beautiful flower.
3: I know, but no, but that's like no, but that that was like, and I'm paraphrasing Margaret. Yeah.
0: What you're saying. You
1: know,
0: Lady Bomber. Planned Parenthood makes me sick.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: I'm gonna be honest with you; it just makes me absolutely sick. I was talking about something earlier, and I know. Mm you are much much more graceful than the dark bear and i know that you might you might have some history on it there was a a time period where the government tested syphilis Mm -hmm. on a part of the population in america
3: yeah this was the tuskegee experiment this was my grandfather almost became victim to that
0: oh man uh so I've, my I've, grandfather
3: I've, almost became, he almost fell victim to that. And I know if my grandfather were alive right now, and if he know, if he were to see what was going on right now, he would be absolutely livid. So I kind of almost looked at him as like my spirit guide from the other side and how to be able to navigate this madness that I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so it's been... I can tell you, if my grandfather were alive right now, he'd be proud of me. I already know this because I could already hear—I could hear his voice right now in my head. Like, whatever you do, stay out of the hospitals. Whatever you do, do not take that shit. Whatever you do, please excuse me for swearing. Yeah, okay, I'm explicit, but, like, wait, wait. but it's I like. Can't like he and he was that person, he was like, he never took anything at face value, and that was something he passed on to me. Yeah, he passed that on to me when I was young, so that's why I am always constantly researching things. That was more or less what he basically did. He researched, and when he found out the real deal, he was like, I'm not doing this, yeah. And there was many, and there were many times they would try to like, oh, you like, oh, would you like to take? We, we're giving out like free, like free, like shots or whatever, and they didn't tell you what was in it. They didn't tell you what was in it. They were just like, well, if you have these symptoms, said symptoms, then come down and we can be able to like almost act like it's a preventative, but it's not. Oh, and see yeah. this. And this is one of the biggest reasons. And that actually went on for thirty years, believe it or not. That that went until nineteen seventy-two, from forty-two to seventy-two.
0: Jeez, I didn't know it went
2: on.
3: Before. I've I've done thirty years, years, years that went on. That's a I want to day.
2: throw up right now. Hey right there, Mike. That's in. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm bad. You're there. You're there. Well, no, I that totally makes me get it. Sick.
3: And this is one of the biggest reasons why I get so angry. Because I'm like, y'all don't realize this is the Tuskegee experiment on steroids here. Like, They're pretty like much picking a step up back, right where they left off.
2: Like everything, like literally, it literally takes the human aspect out of somebody. It is the most
3: unnatural
2: thing to do. It literally takes, it dehumanizes a human that is... Evil to me—that is just absolute evil. The only way you can describe something so disgusting—I don't understand—it's evil.
3: It's, yeah. evil. it's sick, and, and it's very amazing to me that a lot of people are not aware of this. Like, I think probably—I think the most tragic thing for me—and this is just again from—it was the late Hank Aaron. That was a needless death. I'm going to say that flat out the late Hank Aaron, and I'm a lover of baseball. Don't get me wrong. But given the politicization of sports, I can't even be around it. I can't be around it. But what Hank Aaron did earlier this year, he did not have to do that. He would have still been alive had he not done that. He took it. He he took the Um... shot. And within two weeks after, dead. You know, damn,
0: and I don't know. I don't know. We talk a lot about the vaccine the poke, the jab, whatever you
2: want to call it. The
3: Fauci Fauci, ouchy is the other one I've been hearing.
2: (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) <laughs>
0: well, apparently, you know, uh, there were two whistleblowers came out from Facebook and said that Facebook's going to start censoring anything that will cause vaccine hesitation, whether it's true or not. Now, consider the impact of that and why they would want to do that. Now, they're going to tell you it's they're doing that because they don't want people to be afraid to get the vaccination because it's, it's so great and it's so wonderful. But at the exact same time, don't they want people to be able to say, Uh oh, something's going wrong if, something's, if if something starts to happen? Wouldn't that just make mm-hmm. sense?
3: You would think after all, like I said, I've read up on the Tuskegee experiment. I know like they're always like trying to go after the poorest communities or the downtrodden communities first. Those are going to be the ones they're going to go after. So I already know I'm not trying to be a part of it. And now given what's going on here in New York City, this is basically, I'm sorry to say it, it's become a death zone. Yeah. I, 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 it is a death zone and it's like I can't be here if all you're going to do is try to coerce me into taking something that will give me an adverse reaction much less kill me I'm not trying to hear any of that crap
0: I agree
3: So it's, Are you down you know, in Florida it, now I'm act- it won't be actually I'll be in DC in the interim I'm still actively seeking places in Florida in the meantime, the friend, that the friend that I'm staying with right now, she's also going to be moving to Florida. So we've already made an agreement. Either one of us lands, a, lands an apartment in Florida. We're both packing up. We're leaving D.C. and we're heading to Florida. Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm actually, believe it or not, in my case, I'm looking at the um, Tampa, St. Petersburg area. So that's where I'm looking to make my touchdown, and my friend, the friend that I'm staying with, she's looking to make her touchdown in either Daytona or St. Augustine.
2: You know, the Tampa Bay area is the largest growing small business uh, areas. Like it's 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 the highest I have heard small businesses are growing here. It is huge. Yeah, it's uh, entrepreneurs. Like entrepreneurs, like new stuffs coming up. It's amazing.
3: Oh my gosh! Yeah, big time.
2: They've, they've oh, yeah. the governor DeSantis. Go- has, oh.
3: DeSantis is doing amazing stuff down in Florida. I don't care what anyone else says to me about that. I need.
0: Hey, Lady Bomber. You best, remember, you best remember, not let me down. When you see him, you better say, and blow him a kiss. <laughs> That's from the dog, man.
3: <laughs> if I get to meet him, I definitely will. But I've been making connections also in Florida. And actually, one good friend of mine actually connected me to a realtor in the area. Even though he lives in um, North Carolina, but he frequents Florida quite often, so he's got some connects down in Florida. So he has been very helpful in me connecting me with a realtor down there. So I'll be like on, like doing like virtual show, like shows or whatever, to be able to see whatever apartments I would be interested in in the area.
0: Well, the well, I the I market is huge, the absolute best, and I imagine that you'll absolutely adore not just that Florida sunshine, but you'll probably adore that Florida freedom. We're coming up to the end of the show where we're going to have to wrap up, but
3: that's al- fine.
0: But as always, be- before I before I uh, let Eric do his show thing, I absolutely have to use this again before you leave because you're getting up here and you're, you're laying down so much facts and everything you know I I, I I have to let this this play all the way through so I can replay it sadly because uh, you know I'm not very tech savvy just yet but we're getting there here we go oh uh, yeah lady bomber ladies and gentlemen she's always up here giving us the cover flyer that we need and keeping the monsters off of our bike. Now, The plane's coming back through. <laughs> it's on autopilot. It rarely misses, but you never want to get it once you get oh, so in They are
3: stinging. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. I appreciate it.
0: <laughs> Indeed, Miss Lady Bomber. It's always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us at the campfire. Mike, uh, Victor, you guys as well. Uh, everybody that's joined us, we mm-hmm. deeply appreciate the company. Uh Eric, you want to do a
4: do Well, a um hopefully I might see everybody later on this evening tonight at nine thirty Eastern time for the slightly serious show. And um of course also be on the lookout for Freedom Warrior and Ralph and Trice Talk and and the old man's podcast tomorrow morning ten a.m. Eastern. That'll be followed at eleven thirty A.m. Eastern time by the John DeVito show, a show that I'm confident Friends in today's show, including Lady Bomber and Center and and others might enjoy and 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 be interested in taking part of. It. And I'm sure they might enjoy y'all too.
0: Indeed, indeed. Uh, you know, we have a lot of friends here on. And then
4: I'd, Torch the Poet is another one.
0: Yeah, good old Torch. I like O Torch and the Old Man and Dina Joe's podcast in the mornings. Uh, yeah. You know, we have a lot of friends coming as culture, slightly serious. Uh, and they're all real good folks. And I, I think if you guys like coming in here and sitting around the campfire, there's probably good odds you'll like, like their shows. Uh, Eric mm-hmm. is way more elegant with it, so I will allow him to uh, – you got any more you got to name there, sir? Um, I named as many as I possibly could. Um, you know, And I'll put them in the chat too. All righty. Well then, I'll uh, I'll start to do the closeout as the embers start to burn down. We all know that the dark bear starts to become even more transparent than he already is. It's hard to do, but ladies and gentlemen, thank you, center, for joining me. Welcome back to the dark woods, sir. It's good glad to be you back. Tomorrow, we'll be doing a show with, I believe, me and Sinner may find a holy man out there in the dark woods. I swear that I saw a shepherd, Sinner, although they are rare in the dark woods. I think I saw a shepherd of the light, a keeper, a guide of the lost souls. And we're going to have to run out there and find him, man, because you know that they're a rare breed, an endangered species within the dark woods. They're the favorite taste of a monster or a demon. Senator, <laughs> thanks for coming back to the campfire with me today, sir. Eric, thank you for joining You're us. Great right, right, hanging out with you. Thank you. Thanks for hanging out with us, man. It's always a pleasure. A lady bomber. Thanks for bringing your your bomber through and cutting down some of these monsters that have been lurking around us. We always appreciate it.
3: Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Indeed, madam, and I I hope that your move just goes absolutely smashing and brings nothing but smiles, and and you'll be able to call call us in the dark, so dark and say, hey, hey. hey. You know that Kumo guy, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, for we all Four sure. minutes left
0: in the show. That's right. Well, we're gonna wrap up, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna let the campfire burn down, and we'll be back tomorrow with a new adventure. And remember, be careful out there in the darkness when we're away from the campfire, mm-hmm. as monsters lurk
1: in the dark. Everybody have a great day. Thank for tuning See in. See you next time.